Welcome to the Sunday Service Podcast of the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship, located in Southeast Ontario. Unitarian Universalism is a progressive free faith grounded in the promises of community and inspired by how we hold our shared faith's principles and sources. For more information about Canadian Unitarianism, please go to our website, kuf.ca, and our national website, cuc.ca. Self-discipline. 
We are here to abolish prejudice. We are here with an appreciation for our diversity and our differences. We are here to feel our personal power and our capacity to affect the lives of other people. We are here to become teachers of each other. I am here to see that my singular life become a gateway to countless possibility. When I change, the world changes. Say that within yourself. Allow those words to repeat within you. I am here to see that my singular life become a gateway to countless possibilities. When I change, the world changes. So, with that, let's take a moment for meditation. But before we meditate, I'm going to invite all of the children to join us for meditation today because it's, the, it's a counting meditation. And before the children move or anything, I actually want to introduce everybody to a few people who are new faces here at Cuff. So we've got Brooke, Lalik, and Selena in the back. Could you guys stand up? So Brooke, Lalik, and Selena are three of our Queen's Work Study students this year. We also have Yefe on IT, and we have Sadie as our music program coordinator. Could you two stand up? Nice try. So, Um, so we, that's five of our work study students we have this year. We're going to have eight total. Um, and a lot of that support is going to be for RE, but we're getting a little bit elsewhere in the congregation as well. So I just wanted to introduce you to them. So who here can count to ten? Okay. Is there anybody who's having trouble counting to ten? Because that's part of what we're going to do today. We're going to be counting to 10. Is anybody having trouble counting from 1 to 10? Which official language? Please don't do this I'm fine either way. You pick your language. Okay, yeah, no, we might be having a little bit of trouble counting to 10, but maybe, maybe at all you can help him. Okay. Um, so, this is a, a, a meditation inspired by the Zen tradition, and it's a counting meditation. So I'm going to invite everybody to close your eyes and sit up straight, or sit comfortably, whatever that means for you. And for the children, if that means coming up and lying on the carpet here at the front, you can do that. Okay? So I want you to take one deep breath in and count to one. And gently, slowly exhale. Slowly exhale. Take another breath in. Deep, gentle breath, counting to two. And slowly, gently exhale. And inhale, you're counting to three. Slowly, gently exhale. And inhale, you're counting to four. Slowly, gently exhale. So the trick here is to keep going and keep counting, but you're only going to count to ten. 
and if your mind wanders, on your next breath, you go back and you just start at one again. It's not a big deal. You get a fresh start anytime your mind wanders. Inhale, counting your next number. And gently exhale. Inhale, counting your next number. And gently exhale. And if your mind has wandered again, just come back and inhale, counting to one. Take a nice deep breath in, open your eyes and come back to this space. Can anybody share with me what they noticed while they were meditating? What did you notice? Just shout out anything you noticed. Did you? Talking was really distracting. Talking can be distracting. Uh, was I talking too much? Thank you. <laughs> Not talking when teaching meditation is one of the hardest things to learn. So thank you, Judith. What else did you guys notice? Did you did anybody back here notice anything? Did you feel maybe did you feel calmer for a second? What do you notice? Did you feel calmer? You felt calmer. Yay. What else? Did you guys notice anything? What did you notice? You felt happy? Yay! I like that. What else? You saw sparkles. Those are the best meditations. Wait, no, that was the 1960s. <laughs> what else did you guys notice? Yeah, one thing to learn is go inwards, the outside world goes around you. Mm -hmm. And what you hear is distinctive to you, so it goes you, mm -hmm. but like, that constantly evolving. Yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Perfect. You should just ignore me in general. <laughs> um, that's perfect. You went right into not the word president, Jan. Stop with that. Um, that's great, the differentiation between yourself and the world, between the meditation practice and the world. I love it. Give and uh, one day we come and the classroom was taken by other people. So, and everything else was taken. So then the guy who said, let's sit right in the hall. That's the best. People will walk by it. And you say those are the hardest. Yeah, those are the hardest meditations. And there are actually Buddhist temples where the meditation practice happens in the midst of, you know, vendors at tables and people doing things and music and all kinds of noise and the meditators just sit in the midst of it. It's a great practice. So, how is that for everybody? You ready for the next thing? Yes. Thank you all so much for joining me in that and I want to especially thank all of the little people and I'm going to now ask all of those littles to come up to the front. Today's reading is a short poem 
from Wendell Berry called Our Real Work. It may be that when we no longer know what to do, we have come to our real work. And that when we no longer know which way to go, we have come to our real journey. The mind that is not baffled is not employed. The impeded string is the one that sings. So what does it mean for us here as a fellowship to be creating belonging? Author Marina Keegan wrote, belonging is not quite love and it's not quite community. It's just this feeling that there are people, an abundance of people who are in this together. For me, ultimately, this speaks to the dream that is Unitarian Universalism, to our aspiration to evolve together into, here, a beloved community of open minds and open hearts and open hands. A beloved community of little birds who are each dropping one drop of water onto a forest fire. Your congregational covenant holds these words, the, the words of the open minds and open hearts and open hands, and it's an aspiration for you here. Covenant and community together has the power to bring us into a deeper relationship with each other and with ourselves through conversation, through relationship through the many layers of challenge when we engage with our work. It's the feeling that we're trying to generate here, that there are people, an abundance of people, who are in this together. So how can we as a congregation come to understand being welcoming of each new generation of people with new means of communication, new languages and understandings of the world around us, the shift that's offered over time and through evolution. There are as many answers to that question as there are people in this room. One thing for us to hold very gently is that theoretical welcome is very different from lived welcome. And from the 2001 Commission on Appraisal Report called Belonging, our faith calls us to live in the creative tension between what we have understood and what we are coming to understand. That's a beautiful articulation of what it means to be in community, always growing, always changing, always evolving, 
always finding ways to welcome our visitors and our newcomers and the new voices that join our congregation each month. So then we get to this idea of radical welcome. How's that related to our faith? How's that related to our call to do work in the world that leads to a more just world? If you prefer the academic term, how is that related to our missiology? Someone asked me this week, but what do you mean by the word radical? It's a great question. Because the word radical has come to be a bit loaded, hasn't it? So in this context, how I mean to use it is thorough, across the board. Um, it's about changing the fundamental nature of something. Think about a radical reform in lawmaking, right? It's a thorough change, a different way of thinking about it and being in relationship with something. And I believe that one and only one of the ways we can do this is by engaging with the incredible curricula that we've created, or that the CUC has created towards our work in truth, healing, and reconciliation. When we as a community and as individuals begin to question all of the privileges that we inherit, the privileges we stumble into, and open ourselves to what we are coming to understand culturally and faithfully, we create opportunities for growth for each other. Opportunities where we become each other's teachers. Where we become the safe place to learn. Because yes, we will all make mistakes. This becomes a capacity to invite others into conversation. To invite others into our life together. And that is radical welcome. So this could be through you attending the Truth, Healing, and Reconciliation sessions that will happen this year. It could be through us beginning a book group on unpacking racism, unpacking classism in Canada, in Unitarian Universalism in North America. It could be that we are coming together on Sunday and listening to each other's voices and exploring new topics. Together we are a community bound by promises. The us and the we along with the me and the you make this a precious place where we do have the potential and the opportunity to love, to grow, and to impact the world around us. May we gather strength from one another and go out into the world united carrying the flames that we light in each other's hearts with tenderness and care. May we invite more and more people and more and more learning into our congregation so that all of us and all of our visitors can discover that there are people, an abundance of people, who are in this together. Hariyom Shanti Shalom. Peace. Let's take a moment now to join together closing moments. Remember there's an owl orientation.
registration here on this floor starting at 12 noon. And there is a path to membership and cuff orientation downstairs. Lots of stuff going on as soon as we close. So linking elbows or clasping hands, whatever works for you. Our closing words come again from Reverend Erica Hewitt. The hand in yours belongs to a person whose heart is sometimes tender, whose skin is sometimes thin, whose eyes sometimes fill with tears, and whose laughter is a beautiful sound. The hand that you hold belongs to a person who is seeking wholeness and trusts that you are doing the same. As you leave this hall today, may your hearts remain open, may your voices stay strong, and may your hands remain outstretched. Amen. And blessed be. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday service podcast from the Kingston Unitarian Fellowship. Please feel free to check back each month for additional episodes. And if you're able to contribute financially to this community-supported enterprise, we would deeply appreciate your generosity in any amount.